Hello! We are here with boy oh boy conversations with Gray and JC. Grayson. JC. Whoa. There was a whole bunch of gas building up in my chest during that entire intro. And I am very happy I made it through. Could you tell? No, I didn't. Okay, okay, good, good, That good. is just a bizarre statement to start out today with. Well, it's just true. That's why the Grayson at the end was so lackluster, is because it's all I could muster. Oh. And it's true. It's true, Grayson. How are you doing? I'm a little disappointed. Disappointed? Yeah. Is it with your mead bottling? No. Okay. We didn't get ice cream, JC. We did not get ice cream prior to the podcast, and unfortunately, I won't have time to join you for ice cream after the podcast, but I believe you would still have time to go get it. I can't be bothered. You can't be bothered to go get your ice cream? No, it's just not the same. The free like ice cream with a Scoop Society membership? It's not the same. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I almost went today while I was waiting on you to, to get home from work, but... I had filled up too much on bread and pizza. I would have vomited if I had ingested ice cream. Digested? Mm -hmm. Who cares? I don't... What does ingest even mean? Is ingest refer to eating? I think so. Okay. So could I also ingest something through my nose? That's a good question. Thank you. I, I would go with it. no. Why not? I ingested right. those chemicals. Through which orifice? That seems like a valid question. You know, like that 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 scenario I just played out seems like it would be very realistic. I you know? I hate to disagree with you. <laughs> okay, well then simply don't. I'm just I'm trying my best to uh, imagine two individuals having a conversation that goes, I just ingested some chemicals through which orifice. It just it doesn't I can't imagine it. Well, at the very least, that conversation has played out twice now, you know? Well, it wasn't really a conversation okay. the two times it played out. Hold on. Which one do you, which part do you want in this, in this play? JC, I just ingested some chemicals. Grayson, no. Through which orifice? My nose. Wow. Okay, well, case closed. Problem solved. We figured it out. Yeah, just, we can ingest I, things through our nose. I don't think according so. According to Grayson, I don't think that's what we know. learned right there. I think it that's feels what we wrong. Learned. So, Grayson, I'm sorry you're disappointed about the ice cream. We always have every other week for the rest of our lives, so it's exciting. Very exciting. Very exciting. I mean, there was a, a time not too long ago when the the prospects of getting ice cream together looked dire altogether. It's true. So honestly, we're on the up and up. We're staying there. Well, we're actually on the down and down. Why are we on the Because we're down missing down? this week. Well, no. No, we're, this is like just a little dip, you know? We're dips are down. down up. Dips and downs. Dips and downs. Dips, dips and downs? Dips and downs. Whoa, dips and dots. Sounds like an awesome dessert, I was about to say. That's crazy. <laughs> dips and downs sounds <laughs> like a mixture between dip and dots and a mental illness. It really does. It really does. That's so cool. That is so exciting. What a niche we could appeal to. Truly. Speaking of mental illness, one of my favorite topics on this podcast, and I really feel like Boy Oh Boy has gone from an audio diary between the two of us more into a Stephen recap show. Most definitely. Like uh, just an analysis of our dear sweet friend Stephen, not to be confused with our artistic friend Bim. So Stephen, okay, mm -hmm. uh, I, I have bad news for him, about him, and it's really about time we bring it to the podcast and that is that we have to say goodbye to steven's idol his boy his man his father figure the man you hear in the car with him non-stop if he is the auxiliary we say goodbye this week to matt watson one half of super mega are you caught up on the lore grayson nope do you know what super mega is not really i think it's a youtube thing it is super mega it's two youtubers okay they, they used to be editors for the Game Grumps, I think. I never watched them. Did you watch the Game Grumps? Yeah. Okay. Well, wh whoever used to edit for them in, like, the early 2010s, they left and created their own channel called Super Mega. Then it became a podcast. They play video games together. Became very successful. Over a million subscribers. Steven fucking loved the one dude's music, okay? Because it had that dreamy, boppy little 
sound to it, you know, lo-fi but not quite. You know what I'm talking about? Kind of. Yeah, it, it, kind of that, but rap. You, you've you heard Matt Watson. Oh, most definitely. From Steven, you yeah. know. Um, well, they, they've what, they've fallen from grace is the thing. Grace. Oh, no. They may very well have uploaded their final videos this past week. Um, and those videos are both of their respective uh, apology videos because they've, well, they've found themselves in, well, in the, the thick of it, you know? They both uploaded separate apology videos? They did. Okay. They did. There, there were accusations of, would you like to know the lore behind it all? Because I've dove deep, even though I didn't care about Super Manga. But give, me, give me, like, the, the overhead. Okay. Just the, the high-level stuff. There's a girl who's an artist on Twitter. She's friends with them, okay? And they're friends with a bunch of artists because they have all different channel art, art for their videos, all sorts of stuff, right? One of their friends who's an artist was staying with Matt Watson in his house, okay? And who was also staying in the house with Matt Watson was that artist's boyfriend who was the official artist for Super Mega. They're the one who did all their thumbnails, okay? And apparently these two artists who were dating were staying with him and the head artist, the one who does the thumbnails, sexually assaulted the other artist who's also friends with them in his house, okay? And then she doesn't reveal it for many, many months later, but when she does, she tells them both and is like, hey, I was sexually assaulted by this dude in your house. I feel like you should know about it now that I'm ready to talk about it. And um, they proceeded to keep employing the sexual assault guy for like another couple months before they finally just let him go. Um, and then transition to a new artist, but they, 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 there was also this weirdness where they were still Matt Watson let the sexual assault guy stay with him, but he also told the girl that she could come stay with him. But then they ended up like putting the two of them in the same place together. But the, it was really odd. Basically, people are saying they covered up a sexual assault. That's the too long did not read, you know? Oh, yeah. So that's weird. Yeah. I watched the whole two hour video from the victim and the first 25 minutes are about the sexual assault and all that getting covered up. And the remaining almost uh, hour and a half was just her complaining about the two of them. Um, and it was just really unrelated complaints. And I was really on her side during the sexual assault part. But when she got into all the other complaints, I was like, wait, you just don't like these guys. Well, yeah, because basically, okay, do you want to hear more of the story? I guess. Okay, she was, she, okay, listen, she started staying at their office. They have an office, Super Mega, and it's their house, okay? Or not their house, but they have a house, right? And it's their offices. It's called the Super Megaplex. And they were letting two of their friends just kind of live there for a while. The girl who was sexually assaulted is one of them, and also some other musician named Rav, okay? And so... They're, they're staying there, and their stay was – there was never, like, a length of time put on how long they were going to live there, right? But it was like, hey, come out to L.A., live here for a bit, get on your feet, and, like, yeah. Like, well, we want to help you transition to living here. But then they didn't ever leave. And then Super Mega started to be like, hey, how's the house hunt going? How is it – like, do you have an estimate of when you're going to move out? And they kept asking questions like that. And then eventually she and the, the rapper guy decided to be like, to just leave. And then they accused Super Mega of kicking them out and making them homeless because they put pressure on them to leave. Um, and I feel like that's a very invalidating way of phrasing it, but it's incredibly accurate. So, yeah. Because mm -hmm. I really feel like it's not fair to say you made me homeless when they were letting you stay with them for months. For free. For free. Um, and, and then they never even kicked you out. You said, I'm going to leave before you can kick me out. Cause I feel slightly pressured to find a different place to live. And then she said she was homeless, but they had just bought and were paying for a brand new Jeep. Uh, and they also went on a couple of road trips during the time they stayed at the house. And then also they stayed at a hotel the entire time they were homeless. Um, and it just, like, that was, like, she seemed, and again, everyone processes their shit differently. She was way more passionate and angry at them about the homeless thing than she was about how they handled the sexual assault, which was so, way worse. So it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, of course. She just doesn't like these two individuals and is utilizing 
the sexual assault, regardless of its severity, to damage their reputation because of her own malicious anger with them for an entirely unrelated event. Maybe. I don't know. Because, like, I think it was still, like, good of her to come forward with the sexual assault, like, if she was ready to do it. Because they really did handle it like jackasses, right? Like, they Mm. were just very, like, why did you let the guy stay with you after you found out about it and why'd you let him stay on your payroll for a while the one thing i am kind of on the side with and a lot of people are upset with them about is a lot of people are saying why didn't you out the the guy who sexually assaulted her why didn't you out him for what he like why did you quietly let him go why didn't you like make it public and it's like that's, that's not, not their thing to talk to about public. yeah you, they would get so much more shit if they were like hey we did it because they sexually assaulted our friend who's not who doesn't want it to be public like what yeah that doesn't make sense like maybe they could have been like we're letting him go for sexual assault uh, accusations but not say who it was about like then maybe that's like a middle ground but i feel like letting them go quietly is probably the way to do it unless the victim specifically says yes like you can say my name right yeah yeah just then even if you like say hey it's for allegations like this people are going to speculate it'll draw attention to it anyways Uh uh-huh that's just unfair to the, the one thing though not the one thing another thing though that really adds to how fucked up it is is one of their producers and one of their like ed- editors his name is jim i think uh she like because she was living at their office right mm-hmm. and she was kind of like involved with all of them and like part of their social circle because she's living there right mm-hmm. and at one party that someone's having one night she and jim the sexual assault victim and jim end up back at the offices and she confides in him all the stuff that went down, like all the sexual assault, and like told him her story. And he followed that up by kissing her. That's crazy. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, multiple times. Which is like what? And I get they were probably both under a lot the, the the influence of a lot of things. That's a crazy thing to do, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> like whoa, that's bad. I mean, it's bad, but also just really bizarre. Yeah. Like, if I was thinking of bad outcomes, uh-huh. I feel like I would have thought of a lot of different bad outcomes before that one. <laughs> that someone would proceed to make out with me after I revealed to them how sexually assaulted right, by yeah. their friends. Yeah. I feel like it would have been almost, like, more coherent if he just punched her. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, as insane <laughs> as that is, that almost makes more sense. Uh-huh. Than what actually happened. Uh-huh. That's crazy. Yeah. But now the big conspiracy going on is that they fired an employee a few months ago, like early in the beginning of this year, and that employee is now on a war path to get them canceled and has befriended the girl who was sexually assaulted and is, like, coordinating an effort to launch multiple things against Super Mega to take them down. And apparently it's a really credible conspiracy. Um, I buy it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Um, so, that's the super mega drama. Poor Steven. Um, nah, I'm on super mega side. <laughs> I, I'm, I am entirely disinterested in this drama in every respect. <laughs> I have I put my full support behind the two individuals behind super mega. They got my full support. The, the thing that makes me, like, because I never watched the content. I, we talked about it in the past, like a year, year and a half ago. And I was like, I tried getting into them, but they're just kind of boring. And I still stand by that. This is the most interested I've ever been in them, right? Mm-hmm. Um but they also in the course of her like going on her uh in her video her her like exposing super mega and the artist video she outs both members of super mega completely not core to the story these details could have been left out without anything changing without any impact um she outed them both for cheating on their partners <laughs> um okay that just feels malicious yeah yeah, like very. You know, much so. you you deserve to get outed for and cheating on your partner, but those came in the later part of the video with the homeless stuff. It's um, okay. I want to support her. And I, I do with the sexual assault stuff. Like that was terrible. What happened? But if three quarters of your video are just slander, yeah, it it gets kind of hard. Yeah, because like obviously, HR like. There's no winning in a scenario like that because, like, you can't sue the person who slandered you when part of the video is, like, in the main story is that they're a victim of sexual assault and you blundered, like, you know, the whole entire situation surrounding it. 
which is the smartest decision on her part to then couple all the slander with that as well, you know? Yeah. Because, like, they can't sue. They'd be so fucked up if they did. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. But there, there's apparently some disputes going on with what mm. is true and what is not. What is true and what is not? Yeah. Well, like, as far as, like, the slanderous stuff go- mm. goes. Like, okay. But the sexual assault for sure happened. Yeah. Well, like, for sure happened, like, the guy denies that, like, he, he says that it happened, right? But he said that he didn't realize it was sexual assault, right? Mm-hmm. But then even when he tells his side of it, it's like, no, that was definitely sexual assault. Mm. Like, maybe not hard R, you know, the four-letter word Stephen doesn't let me say anymore. Right. Maybe not that, but definitely sexual misconduct and uh, abuse, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Real odd stuff. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kind of see their side on fumbling the response to it because when you hear something like that and it's your friend that they're saying it about, yeah. like, do you immediately drop them just on the accusation? I feel like you got to take some time to really be like, okay, let me talk to them about this, see you to get their side. Yeah. Because what they- if it's in, like truly, utterly baseless? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I. They well, definitely handle thing, it the over the course of months is a bit too long, but also I think yeah. the difference is they weren't just friends with him. They were friend they were close friends with both of them. Mm-hmm. You know? And so it's like maybe if it was a stranger, you'd maybe be a little more hesitant. But if it's another friend accusing, mm-hmm. then it's like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. 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 Regardless, taking months to respond to it or deal with it is a yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of weird yeah and i've seen some people say it was months i saw some people say it was a year before they let him go and i've seen some people say it was immediately when they heard about it and i really can't follow the timeline because there are so many lies that's weird <laughs> yeah but like it's surely out there people can probably figure it out mm-hmm. but i think months is probably the safest bet because if people are saying immediately and also a year it's probably somewhere Let's in the middle. Let's just settle on it. Yeah. Habsies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Grayson, let's talk about an equally problematic uh, media conglomerate on YouTube. Rooster Teeth. That's right. Absolutely. What do they do? Um. Well, they had some accusations a couple years ago about being a toxic workplace. Who cares? How could they have a toxic workplace if no one knows what work they do? Yeah. What do they do? Uh, what is? What did they say? Idle hands do the devil's work? That's rooster teeth to a T. You know. To clarify, the the thing is, <laughs> idle hands are a devil are the devil's playthings. No. I think so. I've never heard that. Even if that is like maybe the original phrase, it's definitely been morphed into idle hands do the devil's work or do the devil's bidding. Because I've never heard plaything. That is a twisted, twisted (laughs) take on it. (laughs) I don't like that. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not at all. Rooster Teeth. Based out of Austin, Texas. Some YouTube something. Who the who's ever what even are watched they? a Rooster Teeth video? I don't know how they have a convention. I don't know what video they have made. I only know they have had a convention because they used to have other more famous YouTubers do panels at them. At it, you know, mm-hmm. like the creatures in in Cow Chop would do panels at RTX. And, but wh- who the fuck is Rooster Teeth? We might have an answer to that question. Or at least a partial answer. Maybe one puzzle piece to a much larger puzzle. Grayson, years ago we came on this podcast and we surely talked about her when we first discovered her. She's a YouTuber by the name of Caroline Constanar. Right? Something like that. Yeah. Caroline something. She has that song about prom. And stripper magicians. And strip- The prom one is, is more firmly in my head. I don't know if I could sing the stripper magician one. But prom prom i'm taking you to the prom bitch is very firmly in there mm. yeah, yeah yeah i don't know do you know the chorus to stripper magician not really yeah see it was a much less successful to chorus. be fair i also don't know the chorus to the prom one i just gave it to you yeah it's already gone shoot that's so sad that is so sad grayson i i don't think i'm slandering you and saying that we both enjoyed her videos at a point in time yes yeah and I mean, I feel like I would probably still enjoy her videos if she still made them, but she just hasn't since 
like 2019 Mm -hmm. you know kind of tapered off yeah a little bit she like was going to nyu and was diagnosed with bipolar and went to a mental institution and got on meds and now she says she was actually misdiagnosed and never had bipolar and they were just medicating her for no reason and the meds made her sick which is pretty common yep yep it tracks more common than you'd like um sometimes you're just a teenager going through it you know yeah sometimes you're not mentally ill sometimes you're just a teenager (laughs) yeah so now she's 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 killing it i thought she was still in new york she was like a bat she's like very talented right Mm -hmm. one funny woman that takes a lot very uncommon takes a lot and then on top of that she's this this charcoal type ballet dancer okay Mm -hmm. takes a lot okay well well takes some some and then on top of that she's also a great painter and drawer this is true so and musically talented and musically talented she's famous for those music videos and so just an all-around artist okay not an artist grayson i have big news (gasps) she now lives in austin texas there's no way there's a guess where guess where she lives austin texas yes how'd you know you blew it. This is the whole story. Fuck. Well, yeah, she works for Rooster Teeth. Yeah, no, that's so messed up. What could she possibly do for Rooster Teeth? Rooster Teeth. What does work Rooster for Teeth her? do? Like, I would. It would make more sense if they were like, if she was a content creator backed by Rooster Teeth. The Rooster Teeth was like her agency. Because what the fuck is Rooster Teeth? What is Rooster Teeth? And. Cause I someone answer this for us. We need we need help. We've gotten answers. None of them have actually. It's like nonsense words. It is. It absolutely is. Uh, fuck, fuck. I I was watching an Instagram live she did. Okay, like part of it because I was sitting in my car just waiting for Brandy to get like on her break for work. And I turned it on. She's talking about working for Rooster Teeth and being in Austin, Texas. And someone says, "Have you beat the the Jewish allegations yet?" And she said, "No, she hasn't." And there were some other allegations that, oh, the bi- and someone asked, has she beat the bipolar allegations? And she said, yes, she has. So that was very good. Let's go. Let's fucking, still Jewish, though. Darn. Darn is right. I know how much you, you know, famously find them unattractive and disgusting, Jewish women. <laughs> so. Famously. Famously, famously. Um, Grayson, what does this mean for you? That Caroline Constnar is now, I mean, theoretically within your dating pool. I got to tell you, I'm actually kind of angry. Angry? That it was Rooster Teeth that brought her here. Fuck. Do you think it wasn't? Do you think maybe she moved here and was like, well, what the fuck is here but Rooster Teeth? You know? Maybe. But how would you know Rooster Teeth was here? I didn't know Rooster Teeth was here. That's a great point. That's a really great point. And I only knew Rooster Teeth is here because, well, one, the convention. And then two was that whenever you look up job listings for podcasts in Austin or like radio or anything media related, Rooster Teeth has an opening for an intern who's unpaid. So go sign up, guys, if you're looking for Do you think we work. could get an unpaid intern for Boyle Boy? Oh, I thought you meant with Rooster Teeth just to infiltrate, you know, do a real hit piece on them and maybe meet Caroline Constanar, you know? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Our hit piece could be, what is Rooster Teeth? What is Rooster Teeth? What is Rooster Teeth? Mm-hmm. I don't get it. No. I mean, how could you? You know, what is there to get? I, I can't, apart from the convention, I can't think of a single thing they've done. Well, they've been on YouTube for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and done what, um, JC? What? In all the time they've been on YouTube, what have they done? They ha- they 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 gathered the funds to pay Caroline Constanar to do what? I don't know. Does she write for them? Does she write for what though? The YouTube channel. Which one? The 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 the, the official Rooster Teeth. Do they put out videos on? I Is there know. a f- official Rooster Teeth I channel? I don't know. What does Rooster Teeth even mean? <laughs> I don't do roosters have teeth they don't that's the funny thing about it okay that's the thing i personally just well i can't get past any of it but roosters don't have teeth and i don't think they know that i don't think caroline knows that if she knew that i don't think she'd work there there's no way she would 
There's absolutely no way. This is fucked up. Because she's, she's very talented. She's very, very talented in all these different facets. But she's from the Northeast. She's never seen a rooster. I don't blame her for not knowing they don't have teeth. We need to let her know. We need an internship. Someone should tell her. So, Someone has to tell her. We should tell her. Caroline is being taken advantage of at this very moment. Are we going to sit by and idly by the let that happen? lies of rooster teeth. Oh, my God. Fuck Super Mega. So, Grayson. Yeah, JC. What do you want to talk about? JC, I bottled my mead. Your mead. It took so long to make it. Yeah, okay. okay. I've what, waited months. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Similar to the question we have about rooster teeth. What is mead? Mead is actually one of the oldest forms of alcohol. It's a form of wine where instead of making it with grapes, like we would typically refer to wine as, you make it with honey. And so instead of fermenting the sugars inside of the grapes, you ferment the sugar inside of the honey, and it makes a different type of alcohol. Honey is is way better than fucking grapes. I guess. You don't think so? Would you rather eat a spoonful of grapes or a spoonful of honey? Probably the honey. Yeah. I think so. If I, have I mean, to... that's why I like mead. Well, but you, you've never said you don't like wine. I do like wine, though. Oh, I'm sorry. I've, I've I just like mead more. I'm, I'm, I, it's tasted good every time you, you've given me a little sample, Grayson. That's very exciting to hear. Yes. My brother was not as enthused by it. Well, this most recent batch you gave me is very strong. Yeah, no. It, it, overall, they all came out very alcoholy. Which I think isn't necessarily based on the alcohol content of it, and more that I just haven't mastered getting the the taste to mingle properly. But again, when you gave me a little tiny bit, when, like a, a month or so ago, when like everyone was in town for Fourth of July, mm-hmm. it didn't taste alcoholic at all. I had to ask you, is there alcohol in mead? Mm-hmm. Because I didn't taste it, but I felt myself going a little loopy, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. a little like woo. I will say the one that you tried today is definitely the strongest of them. Okay. And I think, I think, this is a theory, I think the reason that is, is because when I added the berries... Wait. One of the suggested videos when I was watching the Super Mega Accusations was accusations of Matt Pat being homophobic. And it was a compilation 20 minutes long of homophobic Matt Pat jokes. And none of them were homophobic. But the person posted it in full sincerity trying to cancel MatPat. Okay, continue. Thanks for that, You JC. said theory. And it just, before it slipped my mind. So my theory yeah. on to why this Wait. one is more, my game theory. Okay. My game theory as to why this one uh, turned out a little bit more alcoholic is because um, the way the alcohol is formed is the, uh, like, yeast in it. Uh-huh. takes the sugar, converts it into alcohol. So based on the amount of sugar that you put in, it makes more alcohol. And the idea is once the alcohol reaches a certain threshold, um, the yeast can't survive in it anymore, and it dies. Is it considered a sugary drink, or does the sugar go away? The sugar goes away. Oh, wow. Yeah, because so it gets consumed beverage. and then turned into alcohol. Is it sugar-free? I mean, there's probably still sugar in it because not all of it will get converted 100%. And a lot of the bottles I added extra honey in so that it would kind of balance out in the end, be a little bit sweeter. What do you Um, think would have a more potent uh, effect on someone? One of Steven's beatboxes or your mead? That's a good question. Probably the beatbox. Okay, okay, okay. Um, But this, the batch that I did that had the berry flavor, I basically did it as a regular mead with the full honey amount. And then after it had fermented for a while... I put in a bunch of berries and stuff to get the berry taste. Now, berries and everything, they also have sugar in it. So it's possible that the added sugar from the berry also converted oh. into alcohol. And so it's just at a higher amount. I I don't know if that's possible because the yeast that I used was meant to die basically at a certain threshold. So it still should have died past maybe like 15% alcohol. But it's possible. So if you want to make it real fucking high alcohol content, you just put like a, a spoonful of sugar in as well. So the yeast can only get up to a certain threshold of alcohol. Like yeast cannot survive in pure alcohol. Oh, okay. So even really strong yeast probably won't get past like 30%. Okay, okay, okay. Um, And so what you have to do if you want really strong alcohol is you have to take something that's already fermented and then uh, distill it. I understand. And so distilling it turns it into a liquor. I have a quicker method. I take some of your mead right now out of your fridge. I get a bottle of nail polish remover. I have a field day. Thoughts? 
Probably don't. Okay. Why not? Well, it would probably taste bad. Yeah. And then also might kill you. Maybe. But only in large amounts. Like, I wouldn't be going crazy. Well, I believe your first statement was, I'll have a field day. Field days can sometimes be a very tame field day, responsible field day. My mom was at my field day in middle school, so I was responsible. Mm -hmm. Okay, right. She she was she was one of the ladies at the I I don't know what the fuck she was helping with, like the big ball that kids ran inside. Mm -hmm. You know, those gigantic hamster balls. Yeah, I think she was maybe there. Got it. Yeah, but I was so conscious. I didn't go near the I wanted to do the ball so bad, but because mom was there. So with the nail polish and the alcoholic mead, you're going to have a middle school field day. Just I mean, to clarify. Ideally, okay. I, I think you maybe misunderstood. I will be consuming that beverage on my way to the middle school field day. Right. Yes. And then, my sit, my nieces and my nephew. Uh huh. Well, my nephew is almost in middle school, so I just got to get a lay of the land. Right. And so I can report back to him. Spy on them. Get all the secret strategies. No, I wouldn't spy. I would just pretend. That was one of them. I would play. You'd probably fit in. I think so. I'd offer them some of my beverage. The nail polish remover. <laughs> Just kill a bunch of kids. Yeah. All right. Okay. Sounds like a plan. When's field day? Isn't that the end of the school year? Yeah. Fuck. You might have to wait a whole year. Okay. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hearing. I just go on a random school day and make my, I just set up my own field day on the track. <laughs> That's actually a great idea. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I really like that. I really, really appreciate it. I feel like, man, that'd be such a fun thing to do, but you would most definitely get put in prison. If you're Mr. Beast, you wouldn't. If Mr. Beast showed up at a random elementary school and put on an impromptu field day, that'd be sick as fuck. If we did it, though. <laughs> no, it'd be a real problem. <laughs> well, we don't have millions to give the principal is the thing. Right. Um, huh. Shit. You see that video of the train crashing in a pit? I did, actually. <laughs> really? I haven't watched a Mr. Beast video in forever. I just happened to watch that one. I hadn't watched a Mr. Beast video ever. That was my first. <laughs> um, and it, it was decent. He's got that shit down to a science. He really has. Like, I was like, because I've heard about it, like, oh, he does all this research into, like, how to get people the retention, retention, retention. He retained me. He really did. He really did. I was locked He just in. keeps things moving. He, even his ad was great. Where he was doing the ad while the people were bowling real-life cars. Mm-hmm. Sick. Yeah, he's got it down. Yeah, I think so. It probably helps when you have a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. Steven accused him of being a Nepo baby. He's not. I was under that impression for a while. I think we've discussed it before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a Nepo baby. Common misconception. Good to know. Pervaded by... Pervaded? Per... Per... What's that word for spread that starts with a P? Do you know it? I don't think so. Fuck. Well, it was put out there by Steven is the point. Spread. Propagated oh there we go there we go i nailed it grayson have i talked to you before about another youtube content creator named yoga with adrian no okay basically when i worked at the trauma internship a few years ago in the residential treatment facility for women with trauma every day or at least like five days out of the week one of the therapy set or not therapy sessions but one of the hour blocks during their day jc just at the outset here yes the individual who runs this YouTube channel, yes. they were not at your therapy clinic, they right? They were not. No, no, no. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that we weren't accidentally that would not be accidental. letting the world that would be know very intentional. And thank goodness that this, this YouTube personality broadcast that this YouTube personality had uh-huh. been in a trauma center for an extended period. of time. I mean, she could have been. Like, I'm right. not saying she wasn't there, but she wasn't there when I was there. Got it. Well, she was in some sense because we would have yoga sessions for the girls multiple times a week and sometimes if our yoga instructor couldn't make it or if we didn't hire them for the day we would just put on youtube videos from yoga with adrian okay Mm -hmm. and she has like millions of followers online million or like a million on instagram you know she's 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 a biggish deal and she's in austin texas that's where she's based out of so she's been her whole life and since i was at that trauma center Whenever I go through like one of my little kicks, like when I had real fucked up back pain a few, like a month, two months ago, 
I turned to yoga. And when I turned to yoga, I turned to yoga with Adrian. And she fixed my back. It was severely fucked and wouldn't stop hurting. But Adrian fixed it, okay? Mm. And so every once in a while, I'd go on my yoga with Adrian kick. The other day, she posted on Instagram a one year, like, one year ago. And it was a photo of her being engaged to, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. And the dude looked familiar, but not super familiar because it was really it was a bad photo from really far away. And I scrolled down her feet a bit more and I saw a really close up of this guy's face. And I said, I know him. And I was thinking to myself, I was thinking, is he famous? Right. He's just like probably a celebrity. And I just kept thinking and it finally it clicked. He was one of my classmates at St. Edwards here. Like we had group projects together. And he was married to this lady that I was watching do yoga. It's just weird. That is know? kind of weird. Yeah, 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 very odd. I wish I would have known at the time. I would have been like, "Yo, I know your wife." <laughs> but I watch her stretch. Alas, uh, yes, her and her dog Benji, I think, is his name. And so, yeah, that was a little odd. But but shout out to her and him. I looked up to see if his phone number was in my phone, and it wasn't. Darn. But you know whose is? That that dude in the weird car that drove by and beeped at us one time. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, good to know. Good to know. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like that guy. He had a good vibe. Absolutely. Absolutely. Grayson, can I tell you about some people who do not have a good vibe? Okay. Okay. You know Chris Benoit? That name sounds very familiar. And it should because he is an ex-professional wrestler. Ex because he's dead now. Uh, dead because he committed suicide. Committed suicide uh, right after killing his oh, child. Oh, killing his wife. family. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Double okay. murder yeah. or suicide or whatever the fuck that's called um him uh he's a very f- infamous figure in the world of pro wrestling you know and just murderers i'd say and uh i you know i run this silly little business on the side where i make t-shirts for action figures right yep yeah uh basically in the entire like seven eight years i've been running that silly little business i've received one order ever for a chris benoit shirt and i said at the time that's really weird and fucked but okay it's money in my pocket and i made it okay Mm -hmm. this was years ago i haven't made one since grayson in the last month in the last 30 days i've had three separate orders from three different people for chris benoit t-shirts and i don't know what's happening that's weird like there's not been like a new documentary there's not been this uptick in in publicity around chris benoit and his murders and even if there was, I don't, that shouldn't inspire people to get his merchandise. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. So do I just chalk it up to a weird coincidence and wrestling fans are weird and dumb? I think there was probably a very long YouTube video put out about it or something. Ooh, like a video essay? Yep. Ah, That's okay. my theory. Okay, but also today it was on Instagram. And there's a wrestler named Austin Theory. He's younger, and his gimmick a year ago was that he used to take selfies. Like, he would take selfies the entire time walking to the ring, right? Mm -hmm. And he would do it whenever he met, like, a more famous wrestler. So, like, he would ask John Cena for a selfie or The Undertaker or Brock Lesnar, and then get beat the fuck out of by them, right? Mm -hmm. And it was him. It was a video I thought it was going to be him with The Undertaker. And he's like, I have to get a selfie with you. And then the camera pans over, and it's Chris Benoit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he was 12 when Chris Benoit committed those murders. <laughs> it couldn't have been real. <laughs> but it was very well done, the doctoring of the, the, the footage. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, That's I, incredible. I did laugh out loud upon... I also laughed out loud... Guys, I feel like I'm not usually vulnerable to internet videos making me laugh, okay? But I told you the story last week about the Shakara Shakara spicy mm-hmm, ice cream mm-hmm. girl. Grayson, I have found a new video that has captured my absolute love and adoration. May I show it to you right now, please? Sure. Okay, great. I sent it to Brandy the other day, and it was just because she was, like, I I was just thinking of someone to send it to. And I was like, you know what? Grayson will probably not like this. Brandy probably will also not like this, but I'll send it to Brandy. She liked it. So this gives me hope. Um, Okay, Grayson, here it is. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Come on. Come a little closer. Maybe you've already seen this, in which case... What are you seeing, Grayson? <laughs> it's very loud and awful sounding. 
Well, I think they're at an aquarium is the thing. Yeah, they are at an aquarium, and it's a young boy in a red shirt beating up a stuffed fish. It's like three feet Aggressively tall. in front of massive. one of the fish in the aquarium and just occasionally pointing at the fish. But the, you don't see that he's pointing or he's doing it in front of a real fish. At first, it pans over to the fish. What's just weird is the there. fish is just like he's watching. <laughs> he is just not moving, staring at this boy beating up a monstrous version of itself. It's wild. It's a little odd. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. That's nice. Shout out to that boy. You know, he's a comedic genius. I think personally, maybe. You know, I'm still not over that little like ghost guy from TikTok. The little oh the little, little puppet, puppet man yeah mm. i'm still all about that guy mm. that's pretty good <laughs> you've seen the the tiktok of the dude pulling the parachute and he's like oh how, why is he doing that like because he's like skydiving or some shit or jumping off a cliff he's like he has a he has a wife and kids and then he pulls the parachute and <laughs> he, he has, has a, a husband rainbow. and kids <laughs> he has a husband and kids <laughs> which that's just again it goes to these these children that kid had not hit puberty hilarious okay hilarious you know, mm. mm-hmm. or like that. JC, one... you know what I dread? Oh, what's that? What you dread? What I dread? What do you dread? You know how millennials are like the least cool people in the world? Yeah. One day Gen Z is going to be the millennial generation. Do you think that's true? And even if you think it's true, I think we're in the clear because I think we do end up on the brink of not really fitting in, but kind of fitting into Gen Z. Like we can be included if we want to, but we're just off by like a year or two. No, we're definitely Gen Z. I think we get caught in the the weird period because if we if we're Gen Z, we're definitely the oldest in Gen Z. No one older than us is in Gen Z. Yeah. No. I'm fairly confident. My sister's for sure not in Gen Z. She's four years older than us. Mm, maybe it's like a one or two years ahead of us, but yeah, we're definitely Gen Z. I just we're at the upper brink. Yeah, we're that's exactly firmly it. Firmly in Gen Z. I just. But regardless. Eventually, Gen Z is going to be the millennials. But I'll have a conversation with a person, and they'll refer to Gen Z or say a Gen Zer, not even kind of grasping that I would fall in that age range. You know? Oh, well, that's just them being dumb. Old. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get called old all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It could be that. I got. I went. I went to Twin Liquor the other day. He didn't even ID me. So, I think I'm going to kill myself. We're elderly. We are. They don't ID me at HEB. They don't ID me at Twin Liquor. Do I look that old? I don't think I look old either. Or do they just want to be cool and they're like, oh, a Gen Zer? Let me sell them some alcohol underage. Because maybe they're doing that. Maybe. Maybe. Who's to say? You never know. Who is to say Gray the Gray? Mm. <sighs> I have bad news. Oh, no. No content creators this time around. This goes to a massive corporation by the name of Panda Express. Did you know they got rid of their their, their Beyond Orange Chicken? Nope. They did. Apparently Why would I know in January. that? How could I possibly have known that unless you told me? Because maybe you would have seen all the ruckus stirred up on the internet in January. I don't think I heard anyone upset about it. Neither did I, apparently. I found out seven months later that they didn't have it. But I went to Panda Express and I requested it and I looked like a fool. I know. A manager had to come over and say they don't have it because the lady i just confused the lady i was asking i said do you guys have the fake orange chicken and she said um these are the the meat options we have and pointed and i said yeah yeah but do you have like the the beyond meat one and she said um and she like got really confused and she like went to the back and a lady came out and was like no we we stopped in january so that was sad it was a sad time it's messed up. And now I don't I don't know what to do, Grayson. Because every time I'd go to Panda Express during the time they had Beyond Orange Chicken, it was sold out. Like, it would be, like, the very last batch, and they'd have to, like, bring out a new, sh- like, thing of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, if that's the case, why wouldn't you make it a permanent menu item? Those bitches. Say? You know what else is messed up, JC? Tell this me. just reminded me of it, and I don't know why it reminded me of it. You told me earlier in this week that Bim doubled down on Steven not having Tourette's, and I'm just... Oh, yeah. How is that? How? So if you go back a few weeks on this podcast, you'll you'll uh, hear a conversation uh, where we're discussing the fact that our friend Bim mm-hmm. didn't realize that our friend Steven has Tourette's syndrome. 
despite it being blatantly obvious um maybe less so as the years go on yeah it's it's declined but you would certainly still, verbal ticks going on if you're hanging out with steven for more than an hour and you don't know him uh you would have questions you know like you would you would at least have the thought of potentially that's what it is mm-hmm. you know if you are aware of the of what of what dread syndrome is yeah absolutely absolutely and yeah bim was like she had no clue until like years into knowing steven well until we told her until we told her yeah exactly years after having met him um and uh yeah we me bim chargle and hans were all on a discord call earlier this week doing our draft picks for the season of big brother and when we were there it, I don't remember how it got brought up, but I, I brought it up. I think I probably brought it up to Bim. Like, do, do you still stand by this? I, I actually don't remember the context, but Bim was basically like, yeah, I had no. no. She asked Chargle if Chargle knew Stephen had Tourette's. Bim brought it up. And then Chargle said, like, she said to you, she had no clue. Mm-hmm. And then Hans showed up last, and I asked Hans because I was starting to feel insane. Because they were, it was two to one. I was outnumbered, and I said Hans, and this is a risky game when I'm looking for Hans to be the one to back me up. Because there's a real chance he just he goes just the never other way. noticed. <laughs> yeah, um, and so I asked Hans, and he was like, um, "Well, yeah, I kind of assumed after Alamo trip," and I was like, "Thank Christ, thank you, Hans, for for knowing, for being aware, being true to the cause." <laughs> Okay, because mm-hmm. listen, I'm okay with Chargles' d- uh, explanation of not understanding or not knowing. Because Chargles' explanation is, "Oh, I didn't know." Bim's explanation is, "I don't know. I make noises too," which is much more infuriating. It really is. Like Bim, cool that you make noises. They're not involuntary and the result of a like a, 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 a developmental disorder. You know. Um, it's a little different, I think. It's, I'm, maybe not. I'm just, I'm, I'm befuddled. Me too. How do you double down? Me too. At least, again, you can double down all you want on the, oh, I had no clue. Like, that's Right, crazy. yeah, that's fine. But the I also make noises part is crazy. I don't know. I make noises too sometimes. Listen. When I get uncomfortable or if I get a lyric wrong when I'm singing in the car, my head jerks out like to look out the window. I, I'm not in control of it, but it does happen. I don't know if you've noticed, but every time I get a lyric wrong, if I'm singing along with a song, my head legitimately <laughs> just jerks. That's but weird. I don't think I have Tourette's. I think I'm mentally ill. Right. Yeah. I think Hear I have me OCD. Out. Hear me out, JC. What if Bim is just really impressionable? Mm-hmm. Right. And so she has just decided that she has autism because her mother told her so. Who would do that? And now. Who would do that? And now, hearing that Stephen has Tourette's, she thinks to herself, well, Tourette's is making noises. I make noises. She has now decided that she has Tourette's. What if Bim is going to develop Tourette's because of this? Oh, my goodness. She's going to manifest it. It's possible. It's possible. Well, my thought is, okay, let's let's operate under the assumption instead that she does have autism. She is, after all, our, our autistic friend, right? Mm-hmm. I think of my niece, who also has autism, and a couple other, like, developmental delays, right? And I think about the school that she goes to, or that she went to, when it was made up, cons- like, completely of children with autism. Mm-hmm. And that school had a completely disproportionate number of transgender students. And I really believe it's because one kid was trans and then all the other autism kids hung out with them. That impression was made. And now there are a bunch of transgender autistic kids at this one school, Mm -hmm. you know, and shouts out to Haley for having some clarity about her own gender. Cause I asked her like some real fortitude. And she said, no, I'm a girl. And that was, let's go. I know. I know this is big. Um, but it could be something like that where the, the, you know, autism spectrum disorder makes you more prone to, mm-hmm. you know, not to implied being transgender is, well, I wouldn't, I guess I wouldn't call Tourette's a mental illness either, you know, just, I think, I think the problem with calling, 
because like it definitely qualifies as a mental illness it's just that we think of mental illness as a negative thing but we also don't want to think of being trans as a negative thing so really the problem is that we think mental illness is negative not that being trans isn't a mental illness well I mean, or at I least guess a disorder so, but then by that same point would you say that being gay is a mental illness that's a good question because to what extent is being gay purely mental and not like fit? Uh, I don't know. I don't call it illness because the whole illness part is that it negatively negatively affects your life and like as an averse like that's why it was taken out is because they were like, well, it's not negatively affecting us. We're gay. Like what's negatively affecting us is the social like that's treatment of it. That like, makes sense. But there's also not the astronomical rates of suicide. But also, you could say and the comorbidity suicide and comor. Well, yeah, maybe not the comorbidity part, but the suicide part of trans for trans people could be because of that society maybe um, element. But the comorbidities with other mental disorders is a good point. Yeah, comorbidities is probably a good reason to qualify it as a mental illness. And then you can also consider if something that is occurring psychologically compels you to chop off body parts. You can probably say at least it's maladaptive. I mean, not because again, the, not, there are safe. Like maybe if this were back hundreds of years ago, and someone was just taking a cleaver to their cock, well, that's not how it's happening. I guess you know, it's not like a super harmful thing per se. Well, just because we can do it better now, does that mean that it's yes. not maladaptive? I would think so. If you're not like actively hurting yourself, you're more hurting, I guess, your wallet. Well, I mean, you're chopping off functioning body parts. Isn't that inherently harmful? I mean, not necessarily. Like, what's your dick doing if you're not going to have kids? I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it... I don't know. I would say that chopping off and functioning they, body it's parts... It's not chopped off. We've just inverted it. It's still there. <laughs> so, let's let's not rewrite history, Grayson. We're just slicing it open. Do they remove the testicles? I don't know. But even if they do, I can't imagine it's a chopping motion. No, probably mm -mm. not. Mm -mm. I really can't imagine. So, Ooh, okay. So then, okay, consider. Okay. What if someone was convinced, like internally, that they were a eunuch? They were not a eunuch yet, but they were convinced, like the like the lady who was blind. Okay. Or believed that she was blind, and then convinced her psychologist that she was blind, and then the psychologist like threw acid in her eyes or bleach in her yeah. eyes. What if someone was convinced they were a eunuch, but had not had their balls removed? Would that be a mental illness? Well, what is like is a eunuch like a f purely biological thing, or can you identify as a a eunuch is someone who's had their balls taken off? Oh, well then, if you identify, it's not I, I identify as it's like here's this thing I want to be, let me be it because like well, what if they are at this moment convinced they are already a eunuch? Well, then they're probably experiencing some kind of... Well, because I'm assuming a eunuch doesn't have any, like, of the same, you know... Uh, what's it called? Like, th th there isn't, like, this huge, like, identity and binary tied up in being mm -hmm. a eunuch, you know? Like, if you're convinced your balls aren't there, but they're there... Like, that's just delusion. Right. You know? No, that's a But I don't point. think a trans, like, let's say you, you want to be a, like, you're you're a trans woman, but you still have, like, male parts. I don't think you're delusional. Like, you'd be delusional if you said, I don't have a cock and balls. Right. Yeah, no, that's but a no, good you, distinction. no, like, it's there. No, that makes sense. You don't sense. have to have them. Like, go get rid of them if you want, but they're there right now. No, that I makes see sense. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that tracks. Yeah. Hmm. So... I guess I'm undecided on whether or not it's technically a mental illness. Why well, are we I mean, on this topic? You, if you, if you're on, if you're, if you're on board with it being a mental illness right now, uh, you, so is the American Psychiatric Association. So don't worry. I'm in good company. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, woo! I love them. Um, so yeah, I'm not too certain why Grayson. I'm not too certain. But let me go back to the notion. I've, I've what lost in the world it. were we talking about? Panda Express. No, Stevens Tourette's. That's Stevens what we were talking about. Tourette's, non-existent Tourette's. Of and course. then how autistic people are susceptible to being trans. Apparently, that's how we got to this. You said narcissistic people. No, are... autistic. Oh shit! Is okay. that how we got there? Maybe. 
Something I can't like quite say. Grayson, more bad news. Are you ready? Oh, no. Peter Pan mini golf might be going away. That's so tragic. No. Do you know how the McDonald's got demolished right next door? Yeah. Well, apparently there's some weird shit going on with the person who owns the land, and it's very uncertain the future of Peter Pan mini golf. I read an article today. How? I, I think they're considering a sale. Oh, so Peter Pan Mini Golf is considering a sale. No, the man who owns the property that it's on. Owns the property Peter Pan Mini Golf is on? Yeah. Peter Pan Mini Golf does not own the property Peter Pan Mini Golf is on. I don't on. believe so. I do not believe so. In the same what? sense, the person who owned that McDonald's didn't own the property, right? Well, sure, but that's because McDonald's is like a weird real estate monopoly. But but all, if, if I opened a tattoo shop... In, 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 like, on someone else's land. It doesn't make it my land. No, I, I understand. Not, yeah. But McDonald's like an exception because McDonald's is a real estate company. Okay. Well, it's not McDonald's who owned that real estate. And it's not Peter Pan Minigolf who owns that real estate, according to my very brief reading of the article. Mm. And it was very brief. Because it, it didn't seem like there was any knowledge. It was just like, ooh, it might be going away. But there there was... I feel, I feel like that's just made up. No... No, because it was on like in one of those like official like Austin-y websites, you know, one that I trust dearly. I follow them on Instagram even. It's like Fear Tactics, JC. Austin three six five, I think it is. They're the most reliable source there is for for all things. Two three, f- three. What's our area code? Mm. Five one five one two for all things five one two. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. Yeah, me too, Grayson. Me too. By the way, Pee Wee Herman is dead. You know, back when you uh, talked about bad news for Steven, his father figure. You thought I was talking about I Pee thought Because I had saw, I had seen Pee Wee Herman on your list. I thought it was going to so be Pee Wee Herman. No, no. But I mean. Also his father figure, to be clear. Also one of, I mean, Steven has many, many fathers. Let's be clear about it. Okay. Poor Pee Wee Herman. It's just really sad that all this is happening in succession. First it was right. Gilbert Gottfried. Then it was Matt Watson, and now it's Pee Wee. What about Gilbert Gottfried? Just one of Steven's father figures. Died like a year ago. Oh, did he really? Gilbert Gottfried died within the year. Oh, that's crazy. I know. His daughter, his, his daughter's 16, and for a school project, she did a documentary about him, about her dad, like since he passed. Mm-hmm. And it's about how he was like this artist. Like he would draw cartoons, and like no one knew. But oh. he has like a lifetime worth of sketches and doodles and shit. That's crazy. And so she did a documentary about how he was also a great artist. That's really cool. And yeah, they look sick. They're very Gilbert Gottfried, you know? So. Loud. Very loud. Very loud. Big ups to Lily Gottfried, you know? She wants to be a movie maker. How oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. she's got the name for it. Um. Also, Grayson, I know you say that the bugs in your apartment only magically show up when I'm around. They do. It's crazy. But I showed up to your apartment like two hours before you did today to work on my work. And while I was working, I was sitting on your couch out in the living room. And I saw a fly going all around me. And I said, oh, it's a fly. Whatever. Let the fly be. This is this is Grayson Wilson's fly. And then eventually, after like 15 minutes of me working there, I'm like, this fly is spending a lot of time in my armpit. And I finally like, moved my arm. It's a fucking mosquito. It was biting the shit out of me. <laughs> Like a big old mosquito. And I just didn't ever move or flinch because I was like, that's just a fly. But nope, it was a mosquito, and I have many bites now to prove it. So you have a It's only a you thing. You have, you have a mosquito in your home. Sincerely, it's only a you thing. It's just, when you show up, bugs show up. I don't know why. at least one problematic bug every time I'm here. But Grayson, we need to, to, to wrap up this podcast. I need to get on my merry way. To a drag show. To a drag show. Brandy's brother's drag show, no less. That's very preventing me from getting ice cream with you, and I'm still furious. With me, but not preventing you from getting ice cream as a whole. Yes, you still it have is. 29 minutes left no. to do so. And we have just a few seconds left to ride off into the sunset. Any final words as we part ways with the listening audience? Nope. Okay, goodbye. Adios.